This is a radio station of the SDC Radio Networks. Lock it on to the best station on the net. Around the planet on the World Wide Web. The Daily Dose. Don't go anywhere in the mix. This is SDC World Music Radio presentation of the SDC Digital's 2023 World Top 50 Artists. 57th year anniversary of programming worldwide in music excellence. Thank you for listening. I'm here, thank you. This is the Prelude Show, number three. I told you I was having too much fun. Does everybody want to know? It's coming. It's coming. But I gotta give due to all the people that got me here. So we're going through history as to how I started and how we started Smith Bits and STC Digital Radio way back in the day, college days. So if you listen to the last show, I left you with um, me and my band, Purple Olive, a Royer's Music Box, going hard after Don Van Vliet and the band come back with that Diddy Wah Diddy and got signed up to AM Records. Like I said, that record went everywhere. So anyway, as Captain Beefheart was kicking tail. Uh, of course, hometown boys, we all go support everybody. So anyway, so Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band is opening up at the Hollywood Bowl. And uh, the opening band is a group called The Doors. The Doors. Hmm. Young guy singing Jim Morrison, and he's got to open up the show. I don't know if those guys, I don't know if they'll go anywhere. Hmm. Anyway, I'm backstage with, you know, back of the, the Nautilus shell, the egg with the boys, you know, and, and Don is just killing them. I mean, they're just beating them to death, man. I mean, Hardcore. And this is the time after Safest Milk is hitting. You know, Merle is thinking about going harder, and he, but he's got a new album coming out too. Everybody's got new stuff coming out. So Merle's in the studio, and he heads out to Hollywood to Gold Star, like we all lived at Gold Star. Could tell you why. Hmm. Gold records, maybe. Oh, Bill Spector, maybe. Well, in my in my later days, I hung out at Madeline Baker's Audio Arts. I'll talk to you about that. That's another story. 
So anyway, everybody's gone hard. Alright, so now we gotta figure out what the heck's going on now. Who's the next guy in line? So anyway, my group, Purple Lotto, we pick up a friend of mine in college named Bobby Mandoff, who goes to Antelope Valley College with us. And Bobby's got records. Bobby's got a lot of records. Uh, now, Bobby... Well, Robert Mandoff III. I don't think he was junior. Or was he the third and his daddy was junior? The Mandoff family. Man, you're talking about some powerful, powerful people. Out of, out of New Orleans. Louisiana. Let's see now. Let's start with Daddy. Robert Mandoff. Keyboard player. Fierce keyboard player. Came to Hollywood. Played for Bumps Blackwell. Who arranged and wrote songs for Sam Cooke and Bobby Womack and Lou Rawls and Nancy Wilson and oh Vernon Green and the Medallions all kinds of people this guy was like the most hottest keyboard player for a long time but anyway you know, like they say, the fruit don't the fruit don't fall too far from the tree. So anyway, Bobby ended up cutting a lot of records, and one of his records that got a lot of airplay out here didn't. He got a lot of airplay back at home, back in Louisiana, down in the south. But this, a lot of the southern records, really pop records, didn't really translate to the West Coast. I never could understand why. Love their blues, but their pop never really quite made it. So anyway, I, you know, hanging out at KUTY, I run in this record from Vault Records. And I went, Vault Records? Who is Vault? Oh, Vault, the champs, tequila. Oh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Okay. So anyway, I grabbed the single, or singles. So I head back, I'm back at school. So we're sitting down at lunch and Bobby's doing this play called Everyman at AV College and so I reach in my folder and I pull out two singles, crispy hard singles, vault records, Bobby Mandov, Tell Me Tomorrow. He looked at that thing and he goes, where did you get that? I said, at the radio station. He goes, there ain't nobody playing. He goes, he hates that thing. I mean, I didn't think it, that record even got out. I go, oh, yeah. So we started playing around the college, but we couldn't really, I'd, I'd sneak it in every once in a while at the, at K-E-T-Y, but it didn't quite fit in. And, and you'll understand why it didn't quite fit in. And that's why I invited Bobby to hang out with my band and be with me. 
change his direction. So anyway, I found this, finding this young singer, and, and this is Bobby's song, and this is how one of his first songs that I heard him record, that he had recorded, and that I'd found when I was working as a DJ at KUTY, being an internship. And this is what the record sound like. Tell me tomorrow Let me love you, let me love you for one single day Then I'll walk away tomorrow This is Kenneth Howard Smith's SDC World Music Radio presentation of the SDC Digital's 2023 World Top 50 Artists. 57 years of programming worldwide in music excellence. Thank you for listening. This is a radio station of the SDC Radio Networks. Lock it on to the best station on the net. Around the planet on the World Wide Web. The Daily Dose. Don't go anywhere in the mix. I'm back. Anyway, you heard Bobby with that really nice, sweet song. Really great work. Miles Grayson, I believe, 
Gene Page, uh, horn, string arrangers, the horn vault. And anyway, so so anyway, we pulled Bobby to our group, Purple Olive. And of course, one of the one things he wanted to do was change the name of the band. But kind of crazy. So anyway, we're down. We're down in Hollywood, you know, visiting some of his old family friends and everything. And uh, he got pulled in the studio. So anyway, he was. We're at this party. He runs into this guy. And he gives him a cassette. He goes, cassettes are just coming out. Crazy, huh? Cassettes. So he had this song. And uh, they're putting together a group. And he thought it would be perfect for Bobby because he had that nice soft voice. And he thought he could really do something with it. So anyway, so he gave Bobby this cassette. And he brought it home. And we said, okay, well, let's try it. So we ended up cutting the, the four basic tracks at Glenn's, uh, Glenn Records in Palmdale on his Ampex. And then we went to Hollywood and finished it at Nashville, Hollywood, Nashville, Nashville, Nashville West. They had a brand new Ampax 8-track. And uh, I was the producer, so. So anyway, so we do this song. We put it together. We arrange it. And so we're like the first ones to come out with this before this other band. Well, the guys weren't really going to do it. But they figured we could do it. We're with no harm and foul with it. And we end, and our producer was 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 at was at uh, A and M apartment. Was at Atlantic Records. That's who we was basically working on the project for was for Atlantic. And so anyway, so we ended up getting this tape from these guy from this guy and and we cut this demo actually we thought it was a good track honestly we thought it was really gonna go somewhere with it. so anyway so we did the first cut the first song of this guy's demo and here it is here this is us purple olive ranji and the song's called long time gone you'll you, you'll you'll know it after a while here it is long time gone
records now the group that we got this song from they were also signed to Atlantic Records uh, strange huh we'd also do some other crazy stuff but so we were Atlantic Records in this group that we sung this song that you just heard a long time gone was from Atlantic Records so anyway our song goes in and th- and our songs, I should say. I, I'm not going to play the other one just yet. As Mark Montillo's song. Uh, but we'll probably play it. But anyway, so the song goes in. And for some reason, the song just kind of like just bogs down in somebody's desktop. And it never got out. You keep calling about the tape. And all of a sudden, everybody goes quiet. Crazy, right? So anyway, so this new group comes out. And and, and here's the same, and they do the same song. Well, and it's on this album. And they do this song that we did. So this is... Their version of it, of course, the guy that wrote the song is also singing singing it. And this is their version. Now remember, our version is the first version. This is the... We have... Oh, how did you say it? We have the original version of... The original recorded version of the version that the band did that went gazillion... That did everything in the world. But anyway... Our song was rejected, not as a follow-up, oh, as any song, but the reason is being is that 
the other song was much better, and they didn't want to have any interference with it, and that's what happened. So anyway, this is our competition. They didn't like our version. We're on the same record company, and they've just rejected our record, long time gone, and here's the one that they accepted. you 
Stills and Nash. The Atlantic Reds version. They took our version, the one you heard previous, put it on the shelf. And that was the end of that. And basically that was the end of my bass guitar playing days and hmm, with the band. But not really. I became a really hot producer that I loved. So anyway, since we've fallen into this quick little niche about comparing songs... So let's go one more since we've already jumped off the deep end. So we've got Bobby Mandos uh, with his song Long Time Gone. The original version, by the way, like I said, given to him by David Cross. You know how that worked was that as soon as our record, Bobby used our record for auditioning. And because Atlantic was like dragging their feet but we can understand why we never made it you know Purple Olive, Ronji never make it, Bobby Mandel never make it but Crosby, Stills and Nash, well yeah I think they did okay maybe a little bit so anyway so at the round about the same time we're trying to get a hit Merle is trying to get a hit record, now he's kind of been off and on uh he's he's been he was touring he was touring he's he's touring with the beach boys and he's with everybody else you know dick dale and the dale tones a little bit and and then all of a sudden he and and glenn they get together and they get their record out but before I go there, well, yeah, I'm going to go there. Because we're going to do comparative negligence. That's what we're doing. So, uh, this guy writes this song. I forget his name. Fred, whatever his name is. I should have gotten that, but we would have. But anyway, Fred, I'll call him Fred. Fred wrote this song. And so he gives it to Merle. And Merle gives it to... Uh oh who did he give it to? Uh oh, gave it to Glenn, I think. We don't you know. Anyway, Glenn gets Merle a deal with Winston Lansdowne, which lands the deal with Shamley Records, which is owned by Alfred Hitchcock, which is distributed by MCA Music, and we've got an album coming out. So It's about till Merle's album come out, HMS Bounty. And of course they go with like I said, everybody's trying to go kinda hard, you know, including Merle. So this is the original Merle Fankhauser and HMS Bounty. And this is called Everybody's Talking. This is the original version. And after this, I'll play the one that worked out. But this is Merle Pankhauser. And the same guy that wrote Wipeout and all kinds of stuff. The guy's talented. And uh, 
I forget Fred's last name, but he'll forgive me. So anyway, Merle does this song, uh, and it's released through MCA Records. And we're all up there in Palmdale, up there in Glen Records, just happy as heck, because our name is all over the record for once, for the first time, I think, for us, anyway, for me, being associated with him, because with Glen. So anyway, so Merle's records gets thrown, gets put out there, and of course I'm at the radio station at this time, digging through the piles of records, and I come across Merle's album, and and we started playing it, and this is what I played. of the SDC Radio Networks. Lock it on to the best station on the net. Around the planet on the World Wide Web. The Daily Dose. Don't go anywhere. In the mix.
This is Kenneth Howard Smith's SDC World Music Radio presentation of the SDC Digital's 2023 World Top 50 Artists. 57 years of programming worldwide in music excellence. Thank you for listening. I'm back. So you know what you heard? That was the original, original, original Everybody's Talking by Merle Fankhauser and HMS Bounty when we're at MCA Shamley. Uh, Enoth International. So anyway, I digged the record out and I was happy to take to see it because we've been waiting for it forever and they actually had sent the thing out. So, uh, Merle's like just elated and he won't have to be working at the store anymore because he and Gary go on tour with with HMS Bounty and these guys are getting ready to go everywhere so anyway the record's out they're doing the best they can do with it he's got to compete with this one other guy named Neil Diamond and he, Neil Diamond and Merle kind of got the same voice tenor. And Merle kind of get pushed to the side a little bit. But anyway, like I said, Everybody's Talking is the original version. And I'm going to play you the one that, yeah, became the hit. And, uh, well, hey, it's a hit. What can you say? They love more they love it more than Merle's. Here we go. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. People stop and stare. I can't see their faces Only the shadows of their eyes I'm going where the sun keeps shining Through the pouring rain Going well the weather suits my clothes Banking off of the northeast wind Sailing on summer breeze And skipping over the ocean Like a stone Like a stone Everybody's talking at me Can't hear a word they're saying 
echoes of my mind I won't let you leave my love behind No, I won't let you leave heard that you understand midnight cowboy grammy and everything i think it was even song of the year for the for the oscars but it shows you how close it go but this is not the first time that merle's got hit with that uh we're going to step back just during the time when i was in high school and he and his and linda and i were schoolmates merle had just broken up a year or two years before that with his other band and his group was called the impacts and down in down in monterey where the family lived i should say down in Royal grande where merle still is uh anyway make a long story short 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 merle they family all moved from kentucky Louisville to the coast uh Ario Grande uh father uh Milton Bankhauser he uh I'll tell you a little bit about him he he's a real serious guy when it comes to NASA race NASCAR racing he he de- helped design well he I say he designed the overhead cam engine okay Finkhauser is no joke okay and he's also a pilot. And Merle was a pilot. Is a pilot. God bless him. So anyway. So we're going to step back a little bit about. Since I've fallen in this pit about comparing records. And things go crazy. So anyway. So Merle's with this band called the Impacts. And they play at the Rose Garden out there. In uh, Grover Beach. So. We're. So anyway. So. Young Merle. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how he got to gig. I think he's playing somewhere, and one of the guys go, "Man, I wish he'd be in our band." And Merle said, "Oh, okay. He need to be in a group anyway. He wasn't playing nowhere." And anyway, so they decided they wanted to cut a record. Merle wasn't really into cutting records because he didn't know that much about it. So they said they want to cut a record. They was gonna cut some records, and they did. And uh, Merle ended up writing one song, actually the last song of the album, which became the name of the album, and the rest will be history. We'll show you in a second. Hold tight.
there you have it the original wipeout by the impacts on Delphi Records which was owned by Bob Keen Keen Records now don't want to go out in the weeds too far but we'll kind of keep it close by what's happening here is a, 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 a polyphonic mixing of everything Bob Keen at the same time is producing oh god a plethora of new stars of west coast groups but at the same time where he's making his money is off of Sam Cooke you send me that is and uh, Richie Valens La Bamba Donna um, and oh god it's and a whole lot of other bands I really can't name right now there are just so many but you get the idea all the surf bands so anyway Wipeout comes out and uh, now here's an issue I'm gonna get in the weeds with another song but this song the this is Wipeout the original Wipeout the producer is also the same producer to the next song you're going to hear. With the same name. This is what you have when you have cross-pollination with two different bands merging in the same sound. Now, rumor has it, and I don't think it's a rumor, but I've heard it too many times growing up when I was... 14, 15 years ago. The version that you're going to hear is originally the same band, The Impacts. They did 12 versions of the same song, Wipeout, sped up, recorded 12 different ways. And it is highly, highly likely that The Impacts originally is also the Safaris. They had the same record producer. Exactly the same record producer. And when the Safaris version came out, it was on Gearpax Records or GSP Records. Gary Gary Paxton. It was a conglomeration of all the young early surf you know, surf bands coming up. And the Safaris is on that album. And the credit is listed to Merle Fankhauser. But years, not too long later after that, about maybe five or six months after the record starts climbing, it is sold to Dot Records. And that's the same Dot Records that uh, Pat Boone was on and in the Safaris and a whole bunch of other folks. Oh, from a Jack to a King. I forgot about that. Yeah, Dot had some big, big, huge records. So with Dot, which became ABC Dot. So anyway, the record comes out. Then it just has the Safaris on it. 
And then they got all their names plastered all over it. And Merle has to go to court. 20 years in court. And finally, after 20 years, he finally got the rights to the song. But all the money's all squandered and gone. You know. But anyway, this is what happened. And he had the first version of Wipeout. And the one you're going to hear is the one that everybody knows. Right? We're not going to get away from it. And by the way, who else did that too? The Ventures. But the Ventures gave Merle the credit. So anyway, this is the song that everybody remember. You just heard the original by Merle Fankhauser basing in the impacts on Delphi Records. The original. And this is the cover version that they considered to be the original. Everybody knows it. Here you go.
57 years of programming music excellence. This is SDC World Music Radio presentation of the SDC Digital's World Top 50 Artists for 2023. Thank you for listening. So there you have it. As we're on the deep side of that end, and the one the last played, of course, the one that everybody knows, but Merle Fankhauser is a writer. And he wrote a bunch of other things, too. So anyway, like I said, since we've fallen into this crevice, which I really didn't anticipate falling into, but I did. Huh. So let's continue on. Near misses. This is really basically how I got started. Okay. The next group I'm going to play for you is another original. Now, this came to me through... Denny Rosencrantz of Mercury Records. Uh, like I said, the Commissioner of Publicity at Antelope Valley College uh, put me right in the path of all these guys. And I started booking bands with Don Podler to the college and the high school and all around the place. Because all of a sudden, hey, can we get this band? And what? And next thing you know, I've got bands flying all over the place. And we had this one show that Denny Rosenclans put together called The Flying Bear Medicine Show. And and I had this one group that after basically all the dust had cleared his name, he, the group was called Evergreen Blues. And Manny Esparza Manny, Manny would come down to A.V. College man, they'd drive down from the valley He'd come and play a gig for me in a minute. We paid well, and he's a lot of friends. Besides, he had cousins up there in Lancaster, too. So anyway, Deborah Green Blues, Manny's group is in the same situation as the band we just left, the Safaris and the Impact. They had the same producer, okay? Hmm. All right, so... Evergreen Blues gets a deal with Mercury Records. And what you're going to hear is this is the original, original, original. Okay, we played the heck out of it up there in KUTY in Palmdale. And it played all over the place, but, you know, don't know why. I wasn't in the studio when this was recorded, but... Like I said, every gig that I had them at, they played the hell out of it. And for some reason, it just never popped. But anyway, let's make a long story short and let's get to it because the show is about ready to get over. Here we go. This is the original. It's called Midnight Confessions. <laughs>
The idea, anyway. So, Manny's band, his manager, their the producer manager had another group, and they did the same song. Basically, with the record companies and production companies, you cover all the songs you can. You have two groups competing with the same song. I mean, when we're at Motown, we did it all the time. You know. And, but anyway, you heard the original, and this is the one that became the smash hit. You'll know it. That's the end of the show.
getting close anyway. Anyway, that was show number three, and it's sounded like it's songs that I had my fingers on, and for some reason just couldn't jump past it. Somebody else grabbed the glory, but that's how it works, right? Sometimes. Hmm. Anyway, our hour's up for show number three, and we're going to come back. We're going to finish up a little hit and run, some hit and misses, and all about my life story of how we got here. And the songs that you heard are basically from groups that I had my fingers in with. And we were nobodies at the time. And all of a sudden, they just kind of like jumped sky high. Uh, I'm going to get into a little bit. Like I think the next show, I'm going to, like I said, tone it down a little bit. I'm going to go back to my first show with uh, the prelude show where I was talking about my group Purple Olive uh, with Bobby Mandoff. You know... Bobby was kicking tail. But anyway, we'll talk about that on the next show coming up. On show numbers. This is two or three. Uh, I don't remember. I think it's three. I think it's three. Yeah. So show number four coming up. I got to tell you about that. We're going to work off on Bobby Mandoff. And I'll tell you how that worked. Hit and miss. Right. And we're. We're celebrating the 57th anniversary. I swear we are, really. This is Kenneth Howard Smith's SDC World Music Radio presentation of the SDC Digital's 2023 World Top 50 Artists. 57 years of programming worldwide in music excellence. Thank you for listening. This is a radio station of the SDC Radio Networks. Lock it on to the best station on the net. Around the planet on the World Wide Web. The Daily Dose. Don't go anywhere. In. The. Mix.